What? What? Good day, everybody. It's Full Spectrum Cycling, show number 177. Yeah. Here in the white room with black curtains and uh, hummy air conditioner studio. It's just that ambient, like, cool white noise that just makes you feel good. Kind of like the crunchiness of the garlic beefsteak. Yes. Delicious. <laughs> Don't mind All me. right, everybody. We got JK. Yeah. Thank you. We got Tony. Mm-hmm. And joining us in the studio this week, Michael. Yes. How's it going, Michael? Michael's a new guest, never been on the show before, first time guest. Uh, how's it going? It's going really well. I mean, I biked here, so it's a perfect day. Right. It was very nice out there today. A little, little beautiful out. Mm-hmm. I I did, I, hey, I did some good Magellan-ing. <laughs> Magelloing? Magellan-ing. Okay. Navigating. Come on. I mean, this is not the easiest Magello-ing. place to find out. I get you. I follow you. Mm-hmm. You had yeah. to leave. So, yeah, it's not that. E- well, now that Michael's been here, it's going to be a lot easier to find next time. Oh, well, yeah. That's, of course. Well, that's what I'm saying. But, I mean, like, it's like, yeah, just, yeah, go through the parking lot and keep going go, through go, the no, parking wait, lot. Wait, pass the log pile. Don't forget the log pile. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, yeah. I mean, there is a lot of, like. Middle to the of, right of the log. Pile. Well, like middle yes. of Wisconsin things like, hey, you remember where, you know, uh, you know, they had that dairy shack on the sideline? Oh, yeah, no, not anymore. But well, yeah, don't, it, where it was there, where that you is? take a left. No, no. Where, remember where that was? Don't turn there. <laughs> yeah, you go past that. Your instructions yeah. were great, though. I pulled up and you're like, look for the man on the phone smoking. And then yes. yeah, to the, to the left, to east, and then I was looking around at buildings, and you're like, hey, and you're just waving. <laughs> so it was perfect. Google couldn't pick Tra- that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, soon there, soon enough there will be signage, and then everybody will find the place, and then it won't be any fun anymore, so. Mm-hmm. Aw. <laughs> wah, wah, <laughs> Kind of like uh, Wheel and Sprocket down on the south side, for instance. <laughs> everybody knows where it is. Is it any fun? I don't know. I guess I've had fun there. Eh, they never replaced my... Diamondback, Silver Street, because the frame cracked two days after I bought it, and they were really kind of bitches about that in 1987. Wow. There you go. And I really, hey, you want to talk about holding a fucking grudge? Yeah. Well, it wasn't that was No, that's been been sticking around for a bit. It was yesterday. Were you even alive? Um, You know, I was probably in thought. I was was conceptualized. Yeah. Somewhere. Speaking of holding grudges, how long do you think people are going to hold grudges about that Hank Aaron State Trail being oh, closed over there by Summerfest? Without notice at all. Yeah. Like, that's pretty crazy. Literally, that. No. Security, really? There's a lot of links in the show notes to the. Dude, it's just a bunch of. Du- <clears throat> that's like the. I don't know. I, I have many thoughts, and we could go on to a. Like. 12-minute rant I could go. Do we have 12 minutes? We don't. <laughs> we Not could. Michael's rant today. Oh, for fuck's sake. I mean, <laughs> here yeah. it comes. And action. What? Yeah, yeah, so the whole thing is that it happened. Just take bike cops, go back and of. forth, back and forth. Yeah. yeah. Problem solved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's, you know, here's the thing. That's a bike path. How come all the roads around it aren't closed? 
And if they were close, doesn't it make it easier for someone that wants to maybe do something bad? Because no one's going to see them. Oh, and your alt route is to put you onto fucking Greenfield? Right, right. One of the, yeah, that's that's putting your life in your own hands. During all that bullshittery traffic, I went to high school at Pi High. XI. I am a pope. Your wife is a lady pope. I know. Sacrilegious still. All right. So uh, <laughs> let's let's uh, let's groove, groove on our guest a little bit here, man, Michael. Michael, JK Michael, Michael and Michael, 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 uh, met somewhere at some east side establishment and got to bike talking. And uh, JK, why don't you uh, take it away? This is Michael. Michael, introduce yourself. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. I'm That's the a, easiest way. <laughs> I am, in fact, pivot. Michael, as they've been saying. I did meet J.K. Mike over at um, the Nomad. You were biking, and then we just got to talking about biking over time. And then, um, did we talk about Ragray before I left or after I left? After, uh, well, like a I little back, before, I and I was like, what the hell? Really? Did you say that? But I, I might have been slightly in the spirit world, but... Well, yeah, I think, well, regardless, yeah, so we, we got to talk about Rag Rye, I think, a little bit beforehand, and then um, I think we caught up about it when I got back, and just yeah. how, how fun it truly is. I mean, if no So you did good. the whole of the rugby this year? I did. This, is my, this was my ninth year. Nice. Right on. Do you yeah. do it with a team? So I do it with, uh, with several teams very, like, fluidly, if you will. So I, I started at 15, and I absolutely hated it. My, my dad made me go. And I despised it my first year. <laughs> Probably a good idea. Don't take the boy at his 16 age and he'll right. hate it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely despised it. And I, I don't think I really liked it until like three years in that I really started liking it. Um, Was that when you could start having beer? Yeah, around then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or at least, at least sneaking them a little bit every right. now and again. Right. I started right. looking a little bit older than 15. Beer a mile, man. It's yeah, which helped. It's a slice of bread. Come on now. Exactly. I mean, that's pretty much all it is. It's. I think I just was catching up on some info, and it was 33 million beers roughly estimated consumed on Rag Rye this, this season. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So what, what was your record for a day? 59. Wow, what? that's yeah. closing in on pretty good. That's sucking incredible. Them down. Well, I mean, I, I know I did it in the '90s, and we yeah. were in. I was in that zone, fifty-ish a day, forty, fifty. You're just it's, it's beer water. Well, I'm know? glad that you you're at least on my side. I met a lot of people because I, I put a, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people were meeting me, and then I got two names on the ride. I got Beer Mike, and I got Fifty Nine, and those are the two names that I, I kind of got called by several teams I'd pass. And um, to give you like. The con or uh, the context of how fifty nine happened was I put, well, I, again I said I met Mike at the Nomad and I told the owner of Nomad about it and he gave me his old kit and I put that on and I rode with a, a Coleman cooler on my back filled with PBR and I just hand out beer the whole ride, and so I got to the point where hey, I, I'd be riding right next to him the whole way. Damn right, exactly. So a lot of people catch up to me and I'd hand him one and we crack it with our teeth on the bike and we pour it down and we throw it on our you know in our little water ca- uh, caddy. And we just keep going, and I did that every time someone asked, or I pull over every time someone asked, and so they add up over time. Right, right. right. And they're stopping at all the slip and slides. It's the a farmers. humanitarian effort at that stage, as far as I'm concerned. I was doing a service. We need to keep think, them people yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. You need those carbs mid hill. I mean, right? people, people right. laugh at you. You're like struggling on the hill. You pull a beer out, you crack it. You, you, get, you know, it's like it's uh, just, Popeye spinach when you're on the middle. Yeah, stuck there. I normally have like, well, like last night I had a twelve pack. I did not have. But I like for organized rides. I will have a pound of bacon yep. cooked and ready to be given. You were telling me that. How did that peppered start? bacon? Yeah. Well, because he tried uh, everything else that is just transportable 
and that bake, one just works out bacon, the best. Bacon is the best. <laughs> yeah. Oven, oven baked bacon too. It's not. Yeah. yeah. So it's flat and nice. Yeah. And so it's crunchy nice and crunchy, and crunchy and less and dried yeah. out. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. So he what does the, a fine job of it. We follow him often. Right? <laughs> so the, the route this year, was it north, central, or south? It was north, the northern route. It was, okay. um, it was a, probably what a lot of uh, veterans, I guess you would say, would call an easier route. 462 miles, not a lot of climb. There was a mandatory uh, century this year, though. Oh, that's unusual because usually it's an optional one. It's like an 85-mile yeah. day, and you can tack on that extra loop for the century. You really want to? Oh yeah, yeah. So mandatory century this year. Mandatory. It's usually like six, like anywhere between forty and sixty day, and then the they do like the you know they make up the difference for the loop. But I gotta say, if they didn't make it mandatory, I don't think I would ever do that Karis century loop. I don't don't think I've ever done it in the eight years, and this is my ninth year, and they made me do it, so I finally got my patch. (laughs) And uh, it's probably my first and last. I think that was a brutal, (laughs) brutal day. What are are you riding for a bike? So I have a Trek, um, a a Monda AR five. Which was my first year. Don't know what that is. Oh, it's is, it's nice. It's, is it a road bike? It's a road bike. Okay. Yeah. Is that the? Is it made out of carpet fiber? <laughs> is it, 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 it's a mix, like, I think, of aluminum and carbon. Yeah, we were talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like it, no, it's not. I can't like like pick it up and like it's gonna land into the uh, like it's ceiling. Not, it's not helium filled. Exactly. Like, but yeah, it's heavier than L- it looks, L- sure. aluminum. Well, you don't need a race bike on Ragbar. You need something that's comfortable right, and can right. you know suck up some, some miles. miles. And be well, something that sure. can like take a hit. I, to me, is what my thought is on that. Like, oh shit, even a skid out or whatever. Yeah, for sure. I mean, my first bike or some I did. like idiot uh, and enough human beings on any ride. Depending on who's dick. still out there, you right. know, when, right. when, when when the road is blocked by slow-moving Cat 1 racers and you have to bash oh, through them to get around, you got to have a bike thing to yeah. get through there. Yeah. <laughs> or, you, yeah, you got Lance in your pocket going like, dude. <laughs> I mean, this year there was a lot, just- a lot less. There's a lot of newbies, but the newbies who came, they invested money. I mean, in my first couple years, I would meet people like myself who were like one, two years, three years in. They'd have thirty pound bikes. They're on mountain bikes. So they're they're doing like um, some guys would bring BMXs and stuff. And, oh my god, that's insane! Oh, well, you jump in for a day or two. Oh my god, we're already at the top of what hill? Which hill are we? What was the highest hill on the Ragbrae Road? Uh, uh, three thousand feet of climb. It was on the last day, I think. Three thousand. Oh, of course. Yeah, Same when you get the towards end. the the northeast corner of Iowa, there's a lot more hills over there. Yeah, it was brutal. That day was it was the last day. I mean, everyone's tired, and there was a two mile hill. I like absolutely no, no exaggeration. Everyone thought that uh, Not a three mile hill. What was the, what was the uh, the final town hill. this year? Uh, Lansing. So we did. Um, oh, right on. That's a good town. It's right where so, the, the there's a river boat there. You can go two mile again. climb. So yeah, it's it was a, a two mile town. climb, and I don't know what the grade was. If I was riding with. Uh, with one of the teams, they're really into that. Which you know, we got so sidetracked from your question, which was, "Do I ride with a team?" And oh, I, yeah. And I started out with um, you know <laughs> meeting people on this uh, you know, on this charter that I did, and then over time, I would meet several different teams. So right now, I I ride with this team, uh, Team Pedal Faster, which they they're the funniest people I've ever met, filled with some of the nicest people I've ever met. And it's uh, ride hard or ride home alone. And then it says riding home alone since 2002, which nice. is so funny. Such a great, great mix of people. And they, they care, but they don't, you know, it's rag ride. It's not a race. It's a ride. And sure. So they're, they're good Just people. Just like the Riverwest 24. Except for the yes. people that make a race out of it. 
I mean, well, <laughs> no, no. If you place people one, two, three, it's technically a race. And yeah, that's, I guess I there's, think no, that's real, what they there's said. no real awards. So for there is first. that little ceremony of that, but whatever, it's a ride. I think I, rag race is a race against yourself. It's a mental challenge. It's you know, it's can you yeah, do this you and. And it's challenging yourself. A lot of people use it to uh, either come off of Iron Man's or go into Iron Man's. I'm sure, sure you guys know that. Yeah. I, I call am those people Iron fools. Man. <laughs> so okay. bad. I, I know I've mentioned this on the show before, but a good buddy of mine, Scott Dixon, has actually done Rag Brian one day. In one day? Started at the Missouri, rode 500 miles in 24 hours, and finished at the Mississippi. That's. And he was, I don't know if that's the year that he was, he did Paris, Brest, Paris many times. And he's actually won Paris Press Paris, which is a 700 and some mile race, nonstop. So he was like, I don't know if he was training for it or coming off it or tapering or going into it or whatever. But that was a lot of years ago. But still, there's there's just there's interesting people out there. That's incredible. Yeah, I can't imagine doing that. <laughs> what, how, do you, how do you well, train he, for that? Well, he, okay, he so I think day. we've talked about this before, but he rode for 40 years straight, never missing a day, and rode up around 25,000 miles a year. So again, that's, six. That's eight hours a day on a bike every single day. You're alive. That's passion. I yeah, mean, that's yeah, God, yeah. Poor, he's a, poor ass. He may be a little touched in the brain. Right. Yeah. There's some ADHD or something going on there. Oh that's yeah. The only way you're pulling when, something like when, that off. When I when I had to go to work every day and then I had to go home for lunch every day and then come back to work every day and then leave work and then go to the bar and then take every a, day every day like that. I had a 10-mile loop every day, every day. Now I'm trying to recapture that every day, every day. When this I like guy's, that idea. Yeah, yeah I, I would like to do that again, too. I, I think, I, I, mean, think uh, I mean, I I try to do an every day, every day of all 10 days. miles. Sure. And it just turns out to be in like, like today. <laughs> like, oh, shit. All right, well, I got to drop off some nice cold hams down here. And then... I'm like, okay, well, I'll stop at Uptown. Oh, I got to stop at Swing a Door and get my damn Weenie Wednesday on. I'm sorry it's Friday, but Weenie well, Wednesday is sure. Wednesday. That's the show beer, so you should crack it open and have a sample with yeah, us. And as yeah, as as oh, yeah, did roll it. I we did roll it. We already did the dingy dingy. Yeah, we did dingy, the dingy dingy thing. So but. the show beer today, Reminder. I actually picked this up last week, and we didn't even drink it then, is oh, the new um, Double Dry Hopped Cosmic Logic Simcoe. From over there to Morphic Brewing, right across the... We can, we can throw a rock at it. Right across the, uh, what do you call it there, the parking lot, the, the log pile, the... the Building next to yeah. Oh. yeah, the the rumor was there was a man on a phone smoking a cigarette. I'm familiar. I passed it. Yeah, no way It in. was funny. When I, when I dropped off the hams earlier, oh, cross-promotion, I guess, <laughs> but whatever, um... Uh, dude was dropping off another like five <laughs> fucking logs. Oh man, just more oh, logs. You know what? They're not supposed <laughs> to drop like, any more beep, damn logs. Beep, now. beep, and I'm like, nope, no logs are I'm supposed like, to be leaving now. Where? Oh, really? Is he moving? Yeah. No, they can't drop any more off though because they're taking over the freaking property. Yeah. Uh, well, so anyway, well, this is well, a, they dropped four off this morning. No, for by the by, it's only a six point three alcohol by volume yeah, on this here. And it is cosmic <laughs> logic. Double dry hopped, hazy IPA. The grist is Pilsner malted oats, malted wheat, honey oh, yes. malt, and carafoam. The hops are citrus and co. Idaho 7 and Cascade, and you got your cosmic punch yeast. You say the double, good. the double hop, you make me feel double like dry. It, it's going to, well, you make me feel like it's going to be double drunk. 
Mm-mm. Yeah, that's yeah, more when you get you into know, the. It's yeah, I did. I like torpedo IPA from Imperial. Sierra Nevada. If it says Imperial on you, you're going to want to take a step back. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Lake Fern just introduced a new one, and I'm like, nope. I don't care how delicious it is. I do not drink. Dude, I know Imperial a guy. I, I, I know a guy. They fall down. I know a guy. <laughs> I know a guy. I know a guy. And I know he's going to be one of those that's in the uh, my turn. Oh, yeah, thing. yeah. It, and it will be terrifyingly interesting to f- what his. It'll be like what 12 his, and a half what, 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 Yeah, what his brew is going to be. Are you talking about Lakefront? Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be like so. I mean, for those that don't know, some like gnarly barley wine. Sure, explain what my turn is because nobody that knows what the hell you're talking about if they don't know what a my. Well, they had to listen to all of the. Yeah, you got to go back and listen to all the shows. But my turn is that each person at the brewery gets a chance to brew their own concoction. Oh, I've heard of this from Lakefront Brewery. 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 Lakefront (laughs) Brewery. Y'all. Got the idea. Need, yeah, y'all motherfuckers need Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Collins was really good. I had to take yeah. a uh, a Benadryl I, before I drank it because it's wheat. But oh. I survived, and okay. it was pretty tasty. Very good. I still have the uh, six-pack folded up. It's Colin, man. It's Eric Collin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ain't going to. Yeah. All right, let's get back on that rag ride. Right. All right, oh, yeah, and yeah. we're back. Just uh, so, uh, <laughs> Michael, uh, it was seven days, essentially, right? Eight days of travel, seven days of biking. Right, yeah. and so what stood out in your mind from that whole long period of riding your bike? Was it being on the bike? Was it events that happened along the way? Was there a drag ride stop? Were there people heckling in ditches? What kind of stood out? Um, You know, Corn. I think... I think out of, high by the Fourth of July. <laughs> I mean, it's it's always the it's always I hate to say it's always the same because there's it's every day is different, right? Every year is different. But I think what's changing and what stood out this year is they're progressing. So for a long time, it was an older crowd. It always has been. I mean, it's forty nine years old. Next year will be fifty. A lot of these people have done almost all of them, and now this year is the first year I've ridden it. Maybe I haven't been paying attention, but it's the first year that I've seen a lot of really young teams, and I see a lot of these events catering to it so iowa craft beer tents there every year that's when you stop and you get your punches and they have all these different beers i mean we were joking about 6.3 and all these higher beers which i always thought the iowa craft beer tent was hilarious here you bike 40 miles and they have a stop and you can get a 12 percent beer and then just sit there and pass out on the hill right for sure yeah and um they're doing stuff like they're <laughs> shout out to them they're doing cool innovative things with all these young people creating teams where you can raise your flag up you can have one made and submit it to them and then you can raise your flag up so then people riding on your team, can, when your flags raising, can see that someone at your team or many people from your team are there, and then people can stop and congregate. And then, of course, they had a lot more team bus parties. And honestly, the cops have, uh, the sheriffs have really dialed down how much they care. I think a couple of years. Oh, yeah, I, don't, I don't think they cared yeah. a lot back in the olden times. They may yeah. have ramped that up a little bit. Yeah. When I was a kid, it was it was uh, it was rough for a little bit. So I didn't notice the first two or three years because I didn't really drink at all. I just rattled out the miles because I was 15, 16, 17. and then eighteen when I, you know, my dad let me sneak beers here and there because we're you know we're riding. It's not a big deal uh, in the middle of nowhere. Beer uh, mile. Like beer the, mile. One of those memories that stood out to me was uh, we were at the Iowa beer bus, not the Iowa craft beer tent, and the, those, all the sheriffs waited 
this is before that the beer bus needed a permit to be on property. They could just do it on the side of the, of the road. And they waited till everyone got a beer, and then they went down and made everyone pour them out, and they kicked everyone out, and we all had to keep going to the town and <laughs> scream at everybody. Oh. Yeah. So, like, they, there was a couple years where they would just, like, and these sheriffs would yell at you, like, you think you can come to my town on my highway in my county and, and do this? Like, we're going to shut just you guys down. Like, just angry. wait. There won't be rag rye anymore. I think I was, like, 18 when that happened. Wow. Because, you know, I mean, the organizers, at least in the olden days, certainly spent the time to get the towns on board. I mean, you're well, bringing a minimum money. of 10,000 people and usually well, a lot you more. You can't because get every town on board. you got to get every town on board because it's, it's such Apparently a part of their... Some of the towns, that's, that's a third of their, their tourist income is that one week a year. Yeah, and you, you very rarely meet any locals who are against Ragbri. I've met a few Iowa locals who, um, who actually work at the, the Nomad, and they were telling me, uh, you know, they're from Iowa, and they're saying, like, you know, we hate it. It's, it's horrible. So much work goes into it, and it never pays off. And I, it's hard for me to imagine that doing the ride. I mean, 33 million beers, that's just what was paid for in towns. That doesn't even count for farmers giving out free beer, people buying it at gas stations along the way. So I imagine that's a low-end number, and that's, yeah. that's beer income alone. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 These towns prepackaged. I think pie. someone's bitter. So thirty-three yeah. million in dollars for beer. No, no thirty-three it, million beers. Wow, that seems like a lot of beers for ten thousand people. Seventeen thousand registered, a little over seventeen thousand registered riders this year, but that's not accounting for day riders. Uh, well, yeah, and that's a lot of math. that's a lot of registered because they used to cap it at ten thousand. So I mean, I rode one year where it was twenty. I yeah. mean, I think I know that I would say like 20 that. is an average day just because people I, I hadn't paid for it for years. Yeah. I just ride on it. There's unregistered riders. Yeah, There's also certainly. day riders. And I, yeah. I think that 17,000 number comes from week long registered riders. Right. Greg, yeah. were you part of the who's Greg? Sven, were you part of the <laughs> other uh, the anti? Oh, we did anti rag, right? Oh, yeah. anti bri Yeah, that was a uh, a Captain and Chewy effect there at some there point. Where, yeah, and there's also, you know, ride just ride the roads 10 miles north of the actual route. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of like doing the peripheral rag bri You're not actually in the scrum so much. Yeah. Or you could go down there for a day of sitting in a ditch with a 75-pack or whatever you can get of beer and heckling <laughs> everybody as they go by. You know, that's awesome. And then you escape <laughs> back to the north or the south. Oh, you know what else stood out to me this year was there's a lot of rollerbladers, a lot of bladers out there this year. Right on. Which is always really cool to see, but we were having a conversation in Mason City after the 105 day because it was really hilly that day. And when I say it was hilly, it was so you'd spend, there's one hill that was just, you were approaching it and it was like you were going to look up and touch the hand of God. It was like you were just going straight up, man. It was horrible, horrible. But you got one of those at least every year. And um, on the other side of it, you went down for Fast. miles. And I just can't imagine what that would be like on blades. Because I was going oh, down. On, yeah. My, yeah, my, my speedometer's telling me I was going like 45, and I was still hitting the brake. You're hauling ass. You're hauling ass. If you, if you get a chance to go into Gutenberg, if they come in from the north, it would be a last day stop. It's at least a two-and-a-half-mile hill. And that's a 55-mile-an-hour hill, and your eyes are watering so much, can't even really see, but you're giggling so hard because you're just going so fast. Oh, it's so fun. It's just like, yeah. it's well, super sweet. What is it, uh, It uh, by Mark, uh, off the military trail in Mark, Mount Horrible, that Mount, Mount whatever, that they have this big... By the Blue Mounds? Blue Mound! By the, the Blue big, Mounds? Yes, the big, big, tall thing. So... Oh man, I'm riding my bike as far up as I possibly can. That shit, that grade gets like this. That's I mean, pretty gruesome. I over them. Shit, you not? He's running out mean, of gears. I mean, you just no. I mean, no. Even walking it, it was just like uh, this. This is no, 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 no. 
And I was just like, um, all right, Kim, go down there. Then you just push the button and you get to the Well, no, the I, I'm like, get to the bottom of the hill and hit the button and hit record. And you say, like, just like it's, totally it's, rip it on the way out. Hills like that. Like and I was like, like, but it was so, hello. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> it was just like, but it was so awesome. The full yes. spectrum cycling podcast, yeah, well, Mr. There, Tony there you Burger. go. So yeah. on, I'm on telling your, you, this is a quality event, Michael. I'm on, thoroughly on your, enjoying it. <laughs> on your bike, uh, are you riding a double in the front? No. Well, yeah, it's two by, what is it, two by 11? We were talking about this the other day. What is it? Yeah. You're, yeah. We, we just had this conversation, yeah, because I know so little about my bike. It's my first. <laughs> it's Well, it's funny because it was a gift from my father because I always got a rag ride, and he just, I, I used to ride in this old heavy KHS. You know, it's still a great road bike, but it was probably the first iteration of aerocarbon, if not one of the very, very few that came out in the beginning they don't make it anymore what do you consider heavy out of curiosity is it for a road bike or a bike in general is it the one that you you want to ride or a bike i want to ride i think 20 over 20 pounds is heavy i mean is it the bike that i have no bike under 20 i have no bike under 20 i don't think so really yeah no that's that's the newest one that one is that is not oh we got to take a picture of this bike the biking out of the sweat box of a Podcast studio, yeah, <laughs> but the one I used to ride was significantly heavier, and my my sister's boyfriend actually rode it this year for ride because he didn't have a, a bike to ride, and you know it's a good bike, but the difference is night and day, and I think that that's what really matters, and um, you know this was my first year riding it for Ragbri, so I don't know a lot about my bike, and I should know more, but it was in storage for two years, I didn't train at all for Ragbri. We just decided we we're gonna go. I took it out of storage after two years because COVID hit. You know, I was moving around a lot, and I was just. Like, I, I had to get, when I took it out of storage, the tires were completely flat from just being in storage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had to go get a tune-up, new tires, and, you know, so I don't, I wish I knew more. I, all I know is that it's it's nice, and it was better than any rag ride I've done so far. Okay. Yeah. So, so it, it, besides riding rag ride, what's your cycling like on a normal year? Are you out there commuting or just playing around? So, I, it was a little bit of both. So, uh, when I lived in Minneapolis, I lived there for two years, and that's when I got I first got that bike. Did the, you meet Zito there? I was waiting for it. <laughs> Jesus H. Christ. What's the H stand for? Ah, uh, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, my, my backpack with my Jesus knife is over no, there. No, no, okay. So uh, on a, besides the rugby portion of the one week a year that you do that, have um, you ever done the River West 24? I, no, because so, no, you're on rugby. I'm on rugby. I got home. So I, I got home at... Man, we could have been home a lot earlier, but that's a different story. But we got home at like 10, 9.35, 10 maybe, something around there. And uh, the River West 24 was going on, and so was Brady Street Festival, and I live right right off Brady. So I couldn't even go home. I went to a friend's house and stayed there. It was just a hectic day. And I really, I wish I didn't have to decide between the two, because I would love to do the River West 24. My friend explained to me what it is and how it goes, and I've never even got to see it. I'm only, I've only lived in Milwaukee for four months. I'm well, here's from a, here's the suburbs a plan because of here. But. Of the, so it's 50 years for Rag Bride next year. And in the past, I've done the first few days of that and then come down the 24. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you were saying with the triathlon. You're kind of training for the 24 by riding a few days of Rag Bride and then you come here. and you know, like, So if you ride yeah. like three quarters of it and you come here and you start on Friday at 7 and Saturday at 7, you're done. And you could almost go back and run the last day right to the river if you wanted to, but... I might can, next year if, if it lines up like that again, it's which it probably t- will, because it's always the last week of July. Yeah, same thing with the twenty fourth. Every year, yeah, yeah it's always I, the last. I'll probably of have July. to deeply consider bailing on the end of Ragra. You know, I've done nine, but the thing is, it probably can't be next year because not only is that my tenth, 
that's the 50th anniversary. Yeah, you should probably do that. So I, do I that. feel like I well, can't we should miss, go do that too, at least part of it. At least part of it. It's the 50th year. So I, I feel like maybe next year won't be my year for the River S24, but the following for sure. I'm bummed we sold our bus way a long time ago because having a bus is really nice. Plus, this, when you get this to This was my midlife, like midlife crisis. Like so my excited. first tattoo. He was so excited to, come, to just show everyone that. Yeah. In my house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. In the yeah. middle of our street. Oh. I am just so having, so, having, so having a bus is awesome because once you know if you if you like had a really crappy day it's super hot you're dehydrated or whatever you drive the bus and then you're like everybody else is happy that someone drove the bus because it's at the next town so I did recently learn that that's I always wondered and I someone you know I should have asked earlier recently taught me that that it's uh, you just cycle through the team right who, who, yeah who drives, which makes the bus. total sense I mean if I had given well, any modicum of thought to it I would have sometimes put that people hire a driver I mean. But it's, you know, the, the bus driver sets the tents up and does all the stuff to get people a place. And, you know, you do that one day out of the seven and you're, you're a hero for that day. Yeah. Because every, who wants to come in after 60, 70 or 100 miles and go through all their crap, set their tent up, you know, right. whatever. And, and when it's all ready to go and you get there and you go, does anybody have any beer tickets? And they're like, yep. So Yeah, right. I mean, that's, I started, um, so when I first started going, speaking of tents and how horrible that is, I mean. It is, and it's it's not like it's an easy task or a hard task. It's just you're tired, right? So in the beginning, I used to go with my sister and my dad, and my dad, you know, in our charter, we had this joke that everyone called us. We had this Taj Mahal of tents. It was this thing had rooms and dividers, had a closet with a bar, and you could hang clothes. It was ridiculous, and it took forever. Oh, to put the up. goblet of, or the those, like, you know those giant Harry Potter those, yeah, like those thing, giant like, Coleman's oh, hey, where like you literally yeah, had rooms. There's three rooms. Three rooms. Yeah, literally yep, has I know exactly rooms. What you're talking about. And it took like an hour and a half to put up, and it was because. My dad is, you know, he's six three, six four, and he had this rule when we went to Ragrai. It was his idea too to even go. Was that if we're gonna get a tent, I want to be able to stand up in it. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, you're huge. So after like, yeah, he's a monster. So after three or you know four years of doing I mean, I'm that, a tough pull on that one. <laughs> I mean, it, I will say. Work aside, I'm only 5'8". It was nice to have a spacious tent like that. Yeah. <laughs> but after so many years of doing it, when I, I think it was 17 or 18, I think maybe 18, probably closer toward 19, was when I asked, like, hey, I'll still come. I'll still help you set up your tent. But I want my own but tent. But I'm going to bring my own. And, now, and I, I, brought, you know, I started bringing you know, a two-person Coleman where it's two poles up in 60 seconds. Right. And it was the greatest decision I think I ever made. Yes. Speaking of tents, I don't think I've ever had a tent that weighs more than five pounds. Right. So more. if you're carrying a very heavy tent on your bike and your bike is light and I have a very heavy bike and my tent is light, then well, you're kind of even yourself out. kind of even yourself out. I got to say I'm pampered. I've never carried any of my equipment on my bike. I have a charter that carries it from Yeah, the, definitely from a good way to go. Town to for town, sure. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's like credit card touring man oh no, that's on. when you stay in the hotel 10 miles yeah, well, i know oh, but worse. still yeah, it's pretty close to the same girls 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 <laughs> hey we've, See, got, I, a, we've yeah. got a couple more things to blather about here uh just real quick uh after 11 years what? zuzu pedals is mm-hmm. no longer going to be mm-hmm. conducting business up there in port washington oh really yeah 30 percent off our, all bikes right yeah, now i think through august 20th is and then it's by appointment after that so no if, more uh, wanna, uh, well i i know miguel was not working there anymore at 30 no. but wow yeah um, it could be uh, more on the last few days of the yeah they, they have nice depending bikes. on what they have they left. have good bikes. they were a specialized dealer in fuji and such and, and such very well, i think it's sad because they when, were very yoga centric my that's true <laughs> At the, no, at the beach ride, really uh, we <laughs> ran into a man, a husband, wife, and he said, "Yeah, just so you guys know, Zuzu Pedals has thirty percent off." He's like, "I just bought a tandem." 
Oh, I'm for like, sure. How strong is your is your relationship with your wife? Oh God, oh. the coordination. I, I could not, I could never. Yeah, there's no way. Especially at Rag Rai, you see ride so many with my people. wife on a tandem. That would be not. A she good. and the same day. Sorry, okay, Andy. Not she, only does this lady does this dude tell me about his tandem, we get back from riding on the beach and two dudes roll up on a tandem and I look down at it and okay, it's a commotion breakaway, and then I look again and it's belt drive. Front to rear, and then roll off. I'm like, oh my god! Thirty percent off of that would be a good deal. Yeah, that's like thirty five hundred dollars is at least or more. Oh yeah, that was more with off. the breakaways. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like that's five the percent grand. off. Not how much. It right, exactly. Fushimi is going to close at the end of August. What? Who? Fushimi, the unlimited sushi place. Oh, by the old crank daddies. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, the place that like. It's I've amazing never, that it. what never been in it. I don't <laughs> know. I mean, blue mic's fine. I don't yeah. sushi. Yeah, yeah, I do. That's but not why they, I don't that's sushi. Why in out of goddamn business. Not notion within like right. eighteen hundred miles of here. So. Dude, yeah. you pay like twenty bucks and they just keep feeding you that. What are you actually hmm? eating though? He doesn't know rice, worms, rice and worms, worms and rice, rice Maggots, and worms Michael. and oh, I can finally use that to someone named Michael. Maggots, Michael. There's Michael. two Michaels. You're eating maggots. Yes. You're eating maggots. Michael, Michael. Oh, one of the greatest All right. ever. Here's another one. A reminder. Oh, by the way, I mean, you want to talk hold about on, on, Michael on, bullshit? Reminder. <laughs> It'll be uh, night work. Night rider. Good night. Reminder. Night reminder. That's right, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Rest right. in peace. What's his face? All right, he was the void. Wasn't he? Somebody uh, was kid. All right. Arr. Matt Gates. Yeah. Uh, just wanted to remind everybody that we do have both episodes of the River West 24 Radio Radio Checkpoint out there that you should listen to. And it is really entertaining. I just, I, it was way better than I thought it was when we were doing it. I was like, <laughs> oh, this is going to suck so bad. I can't believe how many people told me it was their favorite checkpoint. I, I've heard many that, people say, oh, this was really fun so or whatever, happy. whatever. Yeah, it was good. Um, so those are both posted on the Full Spectrum Cycling Dot com website. We are getting earlier than I expected some ice cream trucks. We got a couple smalls, a medium, and a large. If anybody wants an ice cream truck, hit us up because there are no more coming. Right. We're gonna get the the very the very what's we're gonna get. They're coming soon. So hit us up because uh, yeah, you don't want to miss out on a fat bike for the winter, dudes. Yep. Nope. Right and before we sign off, say. Thanks to Michael for being Here's here. Thanks, Michael. We yeah. should talk a lot more about Ragbrai because we only yeah. had this one little half hour to do it. But guess who's coming to X-Ray Arcade on September 10th? Daikaiju. Daikaiju. No. It's coming. What September, day is that? Set Saturday, September 10th. Yes. So, Casey, our my, Buchanan my, wants my, to go. and My, my birthday hangover oh. Yeah. That makes me so happy. That makes 2022. All right. So, Daikaiju, everybody. X-Ray Arcade. You got to go. It's an 8 p.m. show, too. So, you don't have to waste your whole evening there. It's a 45-minute show. You're in, you're out. You don't worry about it. And you will never miss them again. (laughs) All right. Well, Michael, thank you very much for yeah, joining us. And Michael, JK, thank you very much for... We turned his mic off already. So. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, next week, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, don't forget about Single Spreed. Shringle, Shringle Spreed USA is coming up in two weeks. So, Decorah, Iowa. There, You're going to want to go there and check that out if you can. Yeah. 10419.
Near. Over. Near. 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 Near.